Hey, hello, everyone out there. I hope you have found this podcast. I hope it is just posted in the same feed. I hope everything is just working because I did make the switch on podcast hosts. Um, and I'm not spending any money now, which is great. I like the price of free. Tyler, how do you like the price of free? Free stuff is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, if y'all are here and you're listening to this podcast, uh, everything worked just fine. Um, I went through the process of, uh, exporting my podcast to this, to this new host. So hopefully everything's good there. All the episodes are there. Well, actually, because, um previous host i'm gonna talk shit squarespace is a terrible site if, if you're doing a podcast don't go to squarespace they can only hold up 300 episodes so about 40 of our first episodes are not going to make the transfer over i've debated back and forth whether i'll re-upload them or not but i at this point i think it's just not worth it since this is kind of a weekly show top like weekly topics and stuff like that news is a big part of it it doesn't make much sense to re-upload the show no definitely not um, but yeah, uh, all, well, th- episodes 41 through 340 should be on the feed now, and this should be 341, which will be the first one I post to the new, uh, to the new hosting site. Uh, so I'm hoping everything just goes well. If you, I didn't sign up for monetization, but if you get weird ads, like ads for like shit that like doesn't sound right. Uh, we shouldn't be have any ads whatsoever. But if we do get ads, let us know. And if we get ads for shit that uh, maybe we don't support, definitely let us know, because I will shut that shit down real quick. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, no, cool. But yeah, Very good. Uh, we got all that business sorted away. Uh, how how have you been since the last uh, last time we've we spoke, and it, it wasn't too long ago. No. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fine. I'm just doing my thing. Doing my thing. Went to the movies you... last night to Ooh, see... What movie you watch? We saw this horror movie called Barbarian, and I went in blind, like, completely. Um, I heard it was good, but I honestly didn't really know anything about it. I didn't watch a trailer for it. Nothing. Yeah, and, and Regal um, does $5 movie tickets on Tuesday, so that's part of the reason why we went. Um, so that was, uh, a f- what what the fuck was that movie? It was crazy. It was a good crazy. Um, play, like, basically takes a lot of things you might think would happen with a horror movie and completely, like, turns it on its head in in ways it was very intense uh it was good it was it was very fun i awesome. would recommend i'm not a major horror guy but i would recommend that movie it's it's pretty gnarly okay all right um working on any of that flexibility no you're working, you're working on stretching no. you should stretch more often I, tyler i should I what should. what I saw at the driving range was concerning your your range of motion. <laughs> you need to work on that. Yep. I've always been not flexible my entire life. But yes, I don't I don't deny what you're saying. Do some yoga, Tyler. Yep. Yeah. 
you know, it, it was fun slapping balls. I suck ass at it, but you know, it was my first time doing it. It was fun though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I imagine you're not any better at swinging a baseball bat. Uh, probably not. Okay. No. Yeah, probably not. I, I've, you know, now that I think of it, I've never seen you swing anything. Um, like, I mean, I did play baseball when I was younger, but not very long. So, yeah. and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't call myself good at it then. And, you know, I wouldn't call myself, I, I'm probably horrible at it now. Yeah. Not much yeah. of a swinger, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh God. Now, I'm playing yeah. some fucking basketball. Yeah, okay. I'll throw down. I'll throw okay. down. You know, I'm no fucking Michael Jordan, but I enjoy playing basketball, you know? You, th- you think you could take on a 60-year-old Michael Jordan? <laughs> no, I mean, he would still probably kick my ass. But it's uh, it's a good time. Same. Yeah. Uh, there's a, you know, there's that park right behind my house. You know, oh, yeah, maybe we'll have, to, we have basketball courts and stuff. Maybe we'll, we'll have to shoot some balls sometime. Yeah. Maybe we'll do the putting course next time we yeah. decide to... Go hit some balls. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, there's no better way to ask this, but Tyler, uh, how's Camarocho? I have not played Yakuza, oh, unfortunately. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm bad because I started two more games and I need two to stop. More? Yeah, I need to stop. I need to stop. I'm doing it again where all of a sudden I'm playing like five things at once. Um, Which, you know, in order to play a big game like Yakuza 0, uh, I need to stop um, doing those things. So, uh, but the games I started, they are on the shorter side. Um, Nothing huge. Um, I picked up Splatoon 3 and on the Switch and... You know, I kind of regret picking up Splatoon 3, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Splatoon is fun. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that is new about this game uh, compared to 1 or 2. You know, it's still got the same dumb map formula of just two maps, basically. Um, And while the gameplay is fun, I really enjoy playing Splatoon. It's a unique shooter. Um, you know, you, you have a hub city, you, you're buying new clothes and weapons and you're upgrading stuff and you're going shooty, shooty, splatty, splatty. Um, you know, and then, the, the single player, I started it out and I'm like, oh no, this won't be good. Like, this is like the same shit as the previous games. And then the campaign has opened up to be a lot more interesting than I thought, and the level design's uh, much more different than I thought, so I'm at least a little pleased with that um, aspect of it, but yeah, I don't know. I know people give Nintendo shit a lot of times for, you know, saying, oh, they just put out the same game, copy-paste, copy-paste. I never felt strongly about that until this game. I would say there's more differences in a Pokemon game than than this game to me. Um, if you enjoy Splatoon, I'm sure you'll love this game. But, you know, 
I kind of wish I didn't pick it up, but I'll try to get my money's worth at least. Yeah, I I know better because I've I played both Splatoon. Well, I've played Splatoon one, and I learned right then and there that hey, maybe this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because while yeah, it was fun to, at, at the beginning, like the, the kids just got too good at that, and I was. It's not fun to lose at Splatoon. <laughs> it's like, not. I agree. You get pinned back into your spawn, and you're just stuck there for the next ten minutes while the game ends. Yep. Um, yep. And, and in being, you know, starting out at level one, uh, you don't have very good gear. You don't have good weapons, and there's people that already have that good, some better stuff. And you're, I, I was just getting smacked. I might have had two games where I felt like, you know, I did pretty good in my team one. Um, but yeah, the balance of that for a new player just seemed totally fucked. Completely fucked. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll probably at least maybe try to do the campaign. They're usually only a few hours long, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I started, I've been sitting on this game for so long, and now that I started, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. I was enjoying myself so much. Um, and that is Kina and the Bridge of Spirits that came out last year. Um, this game is my fucking jam. I love games like this. Uh, you know, it's just a, a single player, old school feeling platformer. Uh, in a way, I would, and, and it's got, com, you know, good combat and stuff too. It's not totally a platformer, but uh, this game would fit in with those PS2 era kind of mascot platformers, you know, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Like, it fits in so well with that stuff. Um, one of the most gorgeous games I have ever seen in my life. Um, I think Ember Labs is a studio, and I think some of these people came from, like, Pixar uh, animation. Um, and you can tell uh, it is so good uh, visually. Um, I'm just constantly floored by it. Um, and uh, I, every once in a while, it gets a little framey. Um not so much during combat, but I've just noticed during some cutscenes and stuff. But um, combat's been a lot of fun. The game's a lot more challenging than I thought. Um, you know, it's it's no, uh, you know, it's not fucking Elden Ring over here. But it definitely has, for the look that it's going for, it definitely has more of a challenge overall with the combat. And there's some really fun, fun encounters. Um, you get these little guys called Rot, uh, which feel you know like little pikmins or something um and you can use them to heal yourself you can use them to attack enemies uh do all sorts of stuff um there's uh good environmental stuff with that as well with those little guys you can customize them and give them little hats which is fucking awesome there's a hat cart you could buy shit at it uh not with real money um but just, you know, in-game, like, currency that you find, opening chests and stuff. But gave me little guys, like, a cake hat. You know? It's good shit. It's fucking baller. Um, music's great. I don't know, man. I'm loving everything about this game. I, I kind of can't believe I didn't play it, you know, almost right away when it came out. But Yeah. 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 That's, that's I'll play it when, you know, I can get it 
get it on a, a play for PlayStation Plus. I have a feeling mm. that'll go on there sometime. Yeah, I'm sure it will at some point. I think. Uh, yeah, I think the game's on PC. I want to say it's on PS5 oh. and PC. Huh. Um, hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe that. that maybe that's a Steam Deck game. Could be. <laughs> could be. Um, yeah, it's excellent. So, yeah, I got another crop of games here. I'm gonna just try to, you know, keep keep trucking along with them. That's all I played. Okay. What about right. you? Uh, well, Tyler, I have spread the poison of Fortnite. Um, our friend Keith and his wife Maggie are. Uh, are deep in Fortnite. I've actually got them so far as to buy the Battle Pass, each of them. Oh, each of them? Wow. <laughs> they both bought the Battle Pass. Wow. And the past three nights we've been playing till like 2 a.m. Playing <laughs> Fortnite. Damn. It's great. It's awesome. I fucking love it. I've got Darth Vader doing so many silly dances. <laughs> um... That is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. We're we're having a great time. We actually, we actually, me, Keith, and Maggie, in in our first three trios matches, we won all three. Wow. Three victory royales in a row, and a total of uh, five in the past three days. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. And it that seems like it. That is that the case because of there's no building anymore yeah we're, we're doing the zero build yeah right yeah it just kind of uh, wipes that stuff out that takes that out as a factor yeah, yeah and cool. even in games we aren't winning we're we're having a lot of fun we're doing we're doing some silly shit we're checking off quests we're uh making some interesting plays um uh yeah it's it's been a really awesome time and I did not expect Fortnite to be the uh the social game I play with other people but it is now. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, that that is that is legitimately the only thing that I've played for any significant <laughs> amount of time. Nice. So you're done with the next battle pass already or No, yeah. um I'm on page 3 of 10. Um which I, I'd say at this point uh, of the season is probably pretty far, considering that it only took me, what, three weeks to do all ten pages uh, towards the end of the last Battle Pass. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to complete this one. I might even go for some of the bonus rewards. Nice. Uh, which includes some anime girl skins, so yay. <laughs> that seems like your thing. Oh, absolutely. They have, uh, I mean, there are, there are a lot of things for different people. They, I, I feel like Disney has done so many deals with Epic to put their stuff in Fortnite. Like, I mean, they had Darth Vader at the end of the last one. They have, uh, they have, I'm not sure, I'm not sure who owns, uh, um, Spider Spider Girl? What what what's her name? I think yeah, Spider, Spider Gwen. Gwen. Spider Gwen. Yeah, I think yeah. Sony technically owns that. Okay, Sony owns that. Yeah. Alright. But there are other, like there are Yeah, they do so many brand deals. Right. And it's like they're bound to hit something for you. Like I they put Wu Tang in the game. <laughs> like 
Wow. There's a Wu Tang emote where you throw up the W and it plays Cream. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Vegeta. Just, you know, throwing throwing it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's 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 legitimately like a real fun time. The new season's pretty cool too. They've added some really nice things. Um, they've added these new weapons called Evo Chrome weapons. So you know how in Apex Legends, like there are shields that evolve. Yep. Yep. Um, so they've done a similar thing here with weapons. Uh, so you get weapons that will evolve as you do damage with them. To they'll evolve to higher rarity tiers. Mm. Okay. Um, they've also add, uh, added a chrome mechanic um, where you can get this chrome splash and you can turn into a little blob of chrome and move faster. Uh, there are areas of the map that are chromed up, and if you walk up to a wall that is chrome, uh, you can actually pass through the, through walls. Uh, so, yeah, some interesting things they did to the map. Yeah, no, that sounds very really interesting. Cool. Nice. We should play Fortnite together. We should. Yeah, I'm totally down. All right. Um, but yeah, that that's video games that we've been playing. Uh, we'll get into the news here. Uh, not much news, as this is a short recording cycle. We did just record on Sunday, and we are recording on a Wednesday now. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Uh First off, we've got the best-selling games of August. The NPD report is in, and I'll take you through. uh, Starting at number 20 is Pokemon Legends Arceus, or Arceus, or, you know, I'm not getting into that debate. Um, Number 19, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, 18 Kirby and the Forgotten Land, 17 Gran Turismo 7, 16 Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 15 Soul Hackers 2, 14 Far Cry 6, 13 Call of Duty Vanguard, 12 Horizon 2 Forbidden West, and at number 11 is Digimon Survive. Number 10 is Xenoblade Chronicles 3, 9 MLB The Show 22, 8 Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, 7 Minecraft 6 Mario Kart 8, 5 Multiverses, 4 Elden Ring, Three, Marvel Spider-Man. Two, Saints Row. Number one is Madden NFL 23. No surprise there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mad, Mad, it, Madden's out. I, did, I, I almost forgot Madden was out, but then I remember the hilarious glitches that I've seen. <laughs> I've not seen any. Well, like, what's going well, on? Well, a- Alex Navarro uh, of Nextlander uh, posted a, a video where... There was a fake punt attempt, and the ball just floated off to the side, and everyone dogpiled away from the ball and kept dogpiling. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Uh, I, I... See, that's what worries me with uh, EA having uh, like F one now. Yeah. You know that like that's my sports game I like play every year, and it's like fuck, fuck. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no surprise Madden on top. Saints Row, even though got pretty bad reviews, I think people were just hungry, yeah. hungry for new games. And uh, Spider-Man had that Steam release, so that shot back up there. Yep. Um, but yeah, otherwise pretty 
kind of straightforward list of uh why the fuck are people buying skyrim again that's what i want to yeah ask. no that's a great question too i don't know that game's that game is over 10 years old and yeah right i just don't get it uh, yeah I don't, I don't get it either but uh yeah overall down five percent 4.1 billion um for the month ps5 was the best-selling console not surprised there and uh yeah we'll see it's um, you know overall it's a pretty pretty dry month so the things that are up there are not not surprising at all all right i want to get out ahead of it right away here right after i said it i know minecraft is older than skyrim but minecraft updates all the time yeah so, oh yeah off. i think minecraft also just appeals way more obviously to, it's to like kids like, and stuff like yeah it's also on phones right it's everywhere definitely definitely i guess it's a solid month if you're into weeb shit you know soul hackers 2 digimon survive senior blade chronicles Tyler, 3 i need to i you need know? you did not ever say weeb shit again <laughs> Okay. Too white. I just don't... I... I, For someone who has never watched anime, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, I don't have a place to say. But did you watch... Did you watch Ted Lasso? I did. I did. So Ted Lasso <laughs> and the fictional team AFC Richmond are coming to FIFA 23. Um, if you aren't aware, this is the last year that EA will have the FIFA license, um, which makes me think that this is going to be something that they keep doing in the future where they add fictional... They have more license to add fictional teams and such, or fictional players. They're going to... I don't know how far they're going to take it. Whether they're just going to add this team into the game. Um, but I I don't know. It's weird. Are they going to get really weird with their with probably their globally their biggest sports franchise? I could see it. Why not? You know, Ted Lasso is pretty big. You know, it's won multiple Emmys now. Uh, you know, it's probably the biggest Apple TV Plus show. I love that show, uh, personally. I think it's just fantastic. It's deep, it's funny, it's charming. Um, and, yeah, almost all the characters are just absolutely amazing in it. And so to put, put them in this game, I think it's just a... It's a nice crossover, I think, both ways. Hell yeah. Like, even, like, Coach Beard's gonna be in there. And then, you know, Jamie Tart, Roy Kent, Danny Rojas, who's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of the bigger stars are going to be in here as well, which is cool. I yeah, I wonder if they're going to like how long until Ryan Reynolds is in here, you know? Because he's got his own little show now on FX. I think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, the thing is, he owns a real team. He does, yes. But how long until they say fuck it? It's Ryan Reynolds. We're going to put him in the game. Why not? God. <laughs> Look, I don't really play FIFA every year, um, so this doesn't matter as much to me. Um, 
but th this just seems bizarre, like the world we live in, where they're putting fictional sports teams into the licensed sports video game. Yeah. I want to know what FIFA, the organization itself, thinks of it. <laughs> Why not? They probably... They're probably just looking at the money. They don't. They probably True. don't give a shit because this licensing deal is up soon. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Last one. I mean, well, this game's out September thirtieth. So. Yeah. All righty. Uh, let's talk more licensed stuff. Um, so. Motive Studio uh, is making a single-player single Iron Man game. Um, yeah. I, of, of course there's going to be an Iron Man game. I feel like this is late. I feel like they're super late on Iron Man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who's still like, Hey, everybody, there is no more Iron Man. Yeah. I don't... I don't think Iron Man is going to be a big thing in the future. And if they're if they're just announcing that they're currently developing this and it's out in a couple years, is Iron Man going to be relevant in a couple of years? I I'm, think I I'd hazard to guess that uh, Iron Man isn't relevant right now. Maybe not as relevant as some other superhero characters because obviously they're spoilers. He dies, um, and, you know, he's not in the movies, but they're still doing things around his character. Um, so I wouldn't say he's, like, totally irrelevant, but um, I think Iron Man's just always going to be, you know, a character that people will enjoy. And what I don't disagree with you that I feel like this is a little late. Um, and once again, it's like, can we stop talking about these fucking Marvel projects until we actually see these games? Like, oh my god, I'm just so sick of like all these studios. Like, hey, we're making a Marvel and a and a or a Star Wars project, and uh, it's five years away, and uh, we'll just keep talking about it every year. It's like, Jesus, fuck, come on. But also, maybe Bioware should have just made a single player Iron Man game instead of Anthem. Maybe Bioware can lend Anthem's flying tech over to Motive. They already have it done. You know, you just put the Iron Man suit on there, bada bing, bada boom, you have a video game, it can come out, you know, next year. It's easy, right? Yeah, imagine if EA <laughs> didn't ask uh, Bioware to think of a uh, games-as-service type of thing. Right. Yeah. And that they could have made, like, just a fucking solid single-player video game. That would have been awesome, for sure. Because, I mean, I barely played Anthem. I think I only played that beta, but it seemed like the, the flying around was fun in that game. Yeah, you know, I one played, of the best parts. Like, I played to, like, the end of what Launch Anthem had, and then I I got real sad. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I knew, like... I wasted a. I wasted all that time, and B. I was like, "Wait, there's not really a way they make this better. There right. really isn't." Right. <laughs> yeah, kind of no hope. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
don't get me wrong. I'm saying I'm sick of these projects, but I'm intrigued by what this could be. Motive seems like a solid studio that EA has. I like that they're out front saying that this is a single-player game. Um, and, you know, Motive's making Dead Space, remaking Dead Space, which looks pretty good. They made Star Wars Squadrons, which got some decent reviews. Yeah, it seems like a decent team. Um, I just think it's overall just a little, a little weird. You know, EA kind of already had this, but... Um, you know, maybe they'll they'll put that technology to use somehow. I don't know. The, the, I, will say, I will say I'm I'm saying all that with like a tinfoil hat on. They don't really say that in any of the announcement stuff at all. <laughs> but it, it would just make sense. It just makes sense. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Last thing I'll say too, though, why not announce this at that fucking Disney Marvel showcase too? Like, this was just a press release. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, why not just announce it there? That was like a week ago or two weeks or however the fuck long it was. <laughs> that show seemed kind of like it needed some stuff. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Especially when you don't have anything. You're not showing anything. You're just saying, like, hey, guys, we're making this. Um, weird. Weird timing. Yeah. How do you feel about the timing? Of uh, Overwatch 2's lead hero designer leaving. Uh, Jeff Goodman leaving Activision Blizzard ahead of the release of uh, Overwatch 2. Which, might I remind you, is coming in October 4th. Um, maybe his work is done? Right. But uh, what does that mean for characters that release after the launch? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I, I imagine a lot of that stuff is sort of done just because this game is coming out in uh, just a few weeks, or at least launching in uh, open beta, whatever the fuck, free-to-play. Um, but yeah, post-launch stuff, because this game being free-to-play, being a live-service title, is going to live and die by that, really, it, by new characters coming in, especially when... The only way to unlock those characters seems to be through the Battle Pass. Now, on the free track, at least. But uh, they're going to need cool-looking characters to entice people to want to buy that Battle Pass and keep playing the game. So, I don't know. Because, you know, Overwatch is just... It's all about those characters. And all about stuff that they can do. And if, you know, you don't have um, good characters, then I think the game's going to kind of suffer over time. Um, I'm sure there's probably a lot of post-launch characters in the works, though, that, you know, he had a hand in and everything. So, we'll see. I, I, it's maybe not something we'll uh, see any effect of, if at all, right now, but in a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll have, you know, more than, uh, more than one black character every five to ten years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Because they seem to really have a problem with that. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's just stick with Blizzard here. Uh, there's going. There are going to be some betas for Diablo 4. First, a closed beta, uh, which I believe you can sign up for, potentially. Um, hold on. Let me. Let me just double check. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure where you'd sign up for this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're gonna, they're they're gonna, they're gonna bring up your uh your your playing the the data the people who have recently been playing some Diablo stuff, <laughs> um, and they're gonna send out invites to those people to do this closed beta, uh, which is coming. Let's see. When 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 is this? Uh, invites um will be sent no later than November eighteenth. Uh, and then there will be a, a public test uh, early next year. All right. So, I mean, they're ready to start, you know, letting people play what they have. So I, I imagine next year is pretty solid for Diablo 4. Yep. It seems like, yeah, I mean, if they're doing doing some beta tests and everything, I, I imagine that game seems like it will definitely be out next year, which I am stoked for. I'm yeah, ready for uh, some it's Diablo. Just, yeah, it's it's unfortunate the uh, monetization of Diablo Immortal. Like I was kind of hoping that would be the thing that could, you know, maybe, maybe you know, sate that appetite until this this comes in. But you know, it's not it's not happening. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't with what they're asking me <laughs> to pay to get around the RNG. Yeah, I uh, downloaded that game and was gonna start it, but then you know heard so much about. About that monetization and stuff, I was like, nah, I'm alright, I'm good, I'll yeah. wait for Diablo 4, so hopefully the game has nothing like that, we'll see, hopefully there's no auction house or anything, <laughs> anything like that, I guess a, a bunch too, a bunch of gameplay for this leaked over the past week, um, like 40 minutes of gameplay, which maybe isn't the biggest yeah. deal in the world, but it's like... Do we really need to be leaking this stuff? I'm sure more of it will leak as they, you know, do those tests. So yeah, because even though people aren't supposed to share videos of that, it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and maybe by the time Diablo Four is released, uh, the the uh, mer the uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard will have happened, and it might. Might be on Game Pass potentially. Uh, sure, Microsoft's pulling for that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That'd be huge. Um, but uh, you know, not everyone is thinking so harshly of that of that happening. Uh, Andrew Wilson of Electronic Arts seems to think that Call of Duty becoming a uh, Microsoft exclusive might benefit Battlefield. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to offer an opinion here. If just because... <laughs> okay. Just because your game is on more platforms and you think that is the thing that's going to benefit Battlefield, just because people are going to be held hostage and needing a sh wanting another shooter to play, and you need to do more than just to be the one that's on the PlayStation... Because the last couple of battlefields didn't fail because of Call of Duty. <laughs> right. Battlefield has been on a downward trajectory even as Call of Duty, I, in my opinion, has been in a downward tra trajectory. Like, I think being available on a platform whereas your competitor isn't, isn't going to be the thing that helps Battlefield. 
I agree. Yeah, the thing that's going to help Battlefield the most is to make a good fucking Battlefield game. You know, like, <laughs> it just does not matter. Um, they need to make good games because the last two have not been very good, especially the most recent one. And they're at a huge risk of really, really damaging this franchise overall. If they haven't already, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that feel like completely burned by this franchise. Um, And if Call of Duty wasn't on multiple platforms, I, I just don't think that would matter at all. Also, Call of Duty is not going to be exclusive to only Xbox um, for a long time, if at all. It's just too big, and there's just too much money to be made uh, by not putting that game on PlayStation. Um, And and Microsoft themselves keep reiterating that as well. Um, You know, that they're not going to to do that. So, I don't think Battlefield's in a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a win-win scenario right now at all. Yeah. They they just need to focus on making a solid game. And that's it. It does not matter what's going on with Call of Duty. I just don't think that would matter at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a CEO talking publicly so that shareholders feel good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um. Yeah. I Which mean, is at a Goldman Sachs conference that Andrew Wilson said this. So yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of that going on. I I feel that's that's most of why uh, Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer are going back and forth. <laughs> is hey, our shareholders need to feel good about this, mm-hmm. so we need to say something. Right. Um, it isn't actually about the Activision Blizzard acquisition. So yeah, uh. I, I think that's all the news. Kind of short show this this week. Yeah. Um, I gotta ask though, with news, what do you think about this Formula One schedule for next year? Twenty three races seems like a lot. Twenty four races. Twenty four. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's too many races. That's a lot. Too many. I have a feeling that, like, especially like. If next year is as totally one-sided as this year and the championship is, like, pretty much you know what's happening halfway through it, like, that back half kind of drags. Yeah, it can, definitely. I agree. I think there's a risk there. But, you know, it's the first year of these regulations. Typically, you know, the field kind of bunches up a little bit more. We saw that in 2021, how competitive that season was. So hopefully, you know, Ferrari and Mercedes, I'm going to say particularly Mercedes, just because Ferrari are clowns at times. Um, (laughs) I hope they're better next year. Because, yeah, 24A season with that. um, I mean, I'll probably like it regardless. I just, I like these tracks, like the drivers, teams, all that stuff. But I agree. It's not as exciting. However... I also feel like a season like last season is almost like a unicorn in a way. You know, a season more like this one where (laughs) we have a driver kind of dominate seems to be more typical for Formula One than not. I don't know. We'll see. But it it seems like it is a ton of fucking races. Um, And it's 
I'm mostly what I think F1 needs to be cognizant of because the sport has just been exploding in popularity everywhere. So many places want to host Formula One races. I just think they need to worry about diluting the product and, you know, thinking about quality over quantity because there's also going to be six sprint races next year, too. That, so that's 30 races, even if the sprint races are, you know, very short. That's insane. That is completely fucking nuts to me. As much as I love Formula One, like, I just can't imagine being those teams. I know they tried to consolidate the schedule a little bit more, but there is some pretty crazy, crazy stuff overall. I just couldn't imagine. Uh, it's just, I, I think that's the biggest thing that I'm worried about overall. It's just, you know, it, you can have too much of a good thing overall. It's totally possible. Yeah, I. The thing that concerns me and makes me. I wouldn't be half as annoyed at there being new races if it didn't seem like almost like two thirds of new races they add are fucking street circuits. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, because ideally, there would be maybe two or three street circuits a season. Yeah. In in my opinion, because I I just find them. I find the street circuits to be less interesting to watch because it's just hard to get anything done. For the most part, Try. yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Um, I'm it, with you. It, it's too narrow for these big cars. It's, yeah, it, like, it, it's just so hard to race on those tracks and to have good, exciting racing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious about Singapore, you know. In, and yeah, weekend, I mean, I guess. You know, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, like, one of the things that, like, happens when you extend the calendar, when you make their more races, it doesn't matter so much, like, when Red Bull has a disaster one weekend. It doesn't matter, because there's so many races to make that up in. Yeah, right. Whereas, like, if if it's a shorter season, like say, 16, 17 races, say, like, maybe, I mean, that's what, that's what feels normal to me, um, like, every race kind of matters, whereas now it's like, well, oh well, we'll just, we'll just make sure we collect some points, and then we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, right, I mean, even, look at this year with 22 races, you know, that's how much we had last year, but, you know, Red Bull was in a huge hole in the first handful and now they're just clowning everybody because uh, this season's so long i'm with you there yeah we'll see and then too like some of the newer races like you know going to qatar at low sale like that track was fine but it wasn't overly exciting i just felt like the my biggest thing with some of the races in the middle east that um formula one's been adding is the atmosphere just feels like totally dead at those tracks compared to uh, the European or American, um, you know, even Brazil, you know, Mexico. It's, it's all the dead bodies of the people whose work permits they uh, <laughs> Jesus, held Jesus while they Christ. couldn't escape the country. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
Yeah. You, you think that's a joke, but you know, that's probably. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's no. kind of true. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's very dark, but yeah, definitely. It's just, that's, that's just the thing. Like the crowds don't seem very big. You know, I love, you know, watching like Silverstone or even Zandvoort, um, which is kind of an okay track and like, you know, the crowd's just fucking going crazy and stuff. That stuff's electric. That's one of the things that makes Formula One to me so much more exciting than other racing series. But then it, you know, because horror, I just felt like last year that was that track just felt dead from an atmosphere perspective, and that's kind of a bummer too. With some, yeah, of these, I mean, so. they keep we'll see. Like, and this isn't even just like, oh, we don't like races in the Middle East. Or oh yeah, whatever. no, absolutely it's, not. It's like, I feel like races should happen where there are fans of racing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree. I totally agree. And. Like, travel is diff. Like, travel being difficult is one thing, but like, if if you don't have like the local fan base to support such an event, like, it, you really don't have any business hosting it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, no, I I I like Baku. I like Bahrain. I think they're great tracks, but the atmosphere of both of them just feels so dead compared to. Um, any other track, really. And I think I would just rather see Formula One if they're going to add tracks. I mean, it would be awesome to have more, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you on the street circus stuff of, like, let's get rid of a couple of them and, I don't know, go to Turkey. That track's fucking awesome. Um, Portimao in Portugal, that track seemed pretty cool. Like, it could produce some good racing. Like, there's a ton of cool tracks that they could go to actual racetracks that also just seem to have a really fantastic atmosphere to it. So I think next season is going to be a huge, huge test, you know, overall just with the length of it. And yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I like formula one, but that's a lot. That's, that's like half the year, just two weeks shy of half the year that they're racing. That's crazy. Yeah, and you know the thing I liked about Formula One uh, for so long is that it would happen like in between, like it would start while soccer and and uh, American football was was on, and it would bridge the gap towards you know when it would start up again. Uh, that was that was like that is one of the things I really liked about Formula One. Now it's cutting into my my football time and i'm like <laughs> y'all get your shit together yeah yeah we'll see we'll see for sure <laughs> I, I mean how about how about this travel for you and granted there's a week in between each one of these but that's overall not a ton of time uh so they're racing every other week every two weeks saudi arabia to australia to china to azerbaijan to miami to Italy. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> net zero. Yeah, yeah. Net, net zero, zero for sure. To me, it would make more sense. And I get to, like, it's tough with weather and maybe diluting the markets potentially. But then if diluting the market is a concern, then that that's a totally different conversation to me. Of, like, maybe you should be racing other spots. But it would make more sense to go to, like, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, then Qatar, then Baku, 
and maybe you take the Australian race and put it where Qatar is now. So they go Singapore, Japan, Australia. And I also just don't understand why they're doing Austin, Mexico City, Brazil, and then back to Vegas. Um, I know there's worse travel overall, but that, you know, that's kind of a weird thing to me. You know, I, I get maybe they don't want to have back-to-back races in the United States, but Austin's in the middle of the country and Vegas is on the complete opposite side of it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's they're not even close to each other, really. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. And we'll see. Like, I mean, there's not there's not a single race in, a, in the continent of Africa. No. I'd like to point that out. Yeah, I, I know that there was a lot of talks of them going back to, was it Kilami, Kilami in South Africa that Formula One used to race at in like the 80s, but I think there was some talks, some things fell apart on that in terms of like the track and the facilities need updated like pretty dramatically. Um, so maybe it'll still happen, but it just won't happen next year. I don't know. I'm not too worried about the... We'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll have to watch the races, see how they pan out. I'm not too worried about the competition thing, in a way. I just think every, you know, I'm trying to think how to put it. There were seasons, you know, just even a few years ago with, like, Sebastian Vettel, where he would absolutely fucking dominate it. But then the following season was just a ton of competition. And so I, I just think the field will hopefully come together a little bit more next year. They'll start to figure these cars out because the regulations aren't changing too much into next year. Um, so I'm not too worried about that sort of thing. But, but yeah, I mean, if we have another season, Max wins 20 of the 24 races, <laughs> then I think F1's in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well... You got your bonus F1 talk in there uh, to round out this episode. Um, Yeah, Uh, we'll be back uh, next time. Uh, Hopefully, I'm not sure. Is there any events happening within the next week? Don't think so. Okay. Well, I'm sure a video game will get delayed and we'll talk to you about that. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's, you know, it's probably time for, you know, some games that are releasing in a packed November to realize that it might not be their time. Yeah. Um, but yeah we'll catch you all on the next one until then as always give us ratings and reviews share us with your friends give us that, those emails um, asking all your questions and whatnot. Um, and yeah and until next week be good to each other play your video games and skeet skeet